Welcome to The Rentals, The Bottom Line, a podcast featuring conversations and interviews with people from around the rental industry, with a look at the challenges, questions, goals, and tips that business owners want to know about and have answered. Welcome back to another episode of Rentals, The Bottom Line. I'm Alexis Sheprek, editor of Rental. Today's episode is a little outside of our norm as we're talking landscaping equipment. To do that, I sat down with Ron Scheffler, Senior Product Manager for Ryan, and a young lawn care business owner who has a thriving business at only 19 years old. Let's get to the bottom of that now. Welcome. First of all, can you both introduce yourselves and share a little bit about your backgrounds? And Ron, we will kick off with you. Well, thank you, Alexis, and thanks for having me on here. It's great to be participating with you on this. Yeah, my name is Ron Scheffler, Senior Product Manager for Bobcat Mowers and Ryan Turf Equipment. And I've been in the turf industry uh, for about 18 years, and I have an engineering background as well. And prior to that, I had about a dozen years in the construction equipment industry. And Christian, how about you? Alexis, thanks for having me on again. Uh, my name is uh, Christian Schlegel. I own C&I Services LLC here in the Chicagoland area of Illinois. Um, and uh, I do, we do provide a lot of maintenance and different landscaping services for our clients. Um, I'm actually currently 19 years old and I began back in fifth grade. So probably about eight or nine years I've been in the industry. And uh, yeah, we are uh, striving to be our client's one-stop shop, basically, whether it's snow removal, aeration, uh, mowing, landscape planting. Uh, that's, that's kind of a little bit about, of, about what we do. Awesome. Well, we are so happy to have you both here with us today. And Ron, we are going to start with you. Can you explain how Ryan creates and maintains a connection to the rental industry? Absolutely. So we will visit you know, our rental customers, um, companies like Sunbelt Rental, Home Depot, et cetera, just like we do with individual dealers and distributors. And we get the appropriate feedback and voice a customer from them about what types of products are being requested or needed to help them succeed uh, with their end users. So like continuous improvement on our current offerings helps us to maintain those connections because people will see that we're listening to them with our conversations and that we're making the updates that are needed for the customers that they have. Right. And now for rental business owners, deciding which pieces of equipment to add to their fleets is a really important piece of the puzzle. So can you share with us what qualities they should look for when it comes to landscaping equipment? Sure, from a a rental standpoint, I think two big features that are so important are ease of ownership and the ease of operation. Mm-hmm. For example, we have a walk behind aerators. And I think a couple of key features just on that product alone are compactness and products that are lightweight equipment. So our walk behind aerators are uh, LA four and five, for example, they can quickly become compact. They can fit in a pickup truck, yet they carry a full commercial warranty for that peace of mind for the, for the rental owner. They should be easy to operate. And so Mm -hmm. we have QR codes to aid the rental customer on how to use that. So in other words, I think, you know, the rental uh, companies look to ensure that manufacturers like us are supporting them by supporting the end user. Then I also think that rental owners should also consider their markets and pick equipment that that, uh, is used that's quite frequently in their area to support the area customers in a downtime situation, for example. And maybe a niche product that perhaps someone like a municipality 
might not be able to afford to purchase, but can certainly uh, use and need uh, once in a while. Yeah, and I'm glad you touched on aerators because we don't often cover products like that, but it seems like they're making a really big splash for you in the rental industry. So how can adding new pieces of equipment like aerators increase ROI for our audience? Well, uh, aeration season is only during a certain period of time of the year. So there's minimal seasons, minimal days within that aeration type season. So landscapers are, are willing to rent um, aerating equipment, for example, that is efficient, like our stand on aerators. And so with the days being shorter in aeration season, landscapers can be very efficient with the stand on aerator, which makes them yield a great ROI and then taking care of multiple properties throughout this short season. Thus, rental homes can also share in that quick ROI having those products available. And sod cutters, for example, for new landscaping and, and home renovation now, especially during COVID, having those products for rental uh, will help uh, have those customers, have those products in-house in, uh, in so that the customers, end users, homeowners can uh, come in and get that during that short time. Right. And that was definitely a big part of COVID was having that equipment on hand. So Christian, how has rental equipment played a role in your business's growth and success? Yeah, thanks for asking. So let me start out by saying how fortunate I am to have a, uh, a rental uh, little dealership about five minutes from where we were based out of. So it really makes it uh, just that much easier in the process of securing the equipment. So um, Based off of that, all of my life of being a landscaper and doing lawn care, I've rented, you know, we're at the we're renting something probably every other week um, during the maintenance season. So for us, it has uh, played a huge role in our growth because of a few, a few key services and mainly the one that we've already discussed, aeration. So mm -hmm. for us, we're cool season grass, cool season um, environments down here. So we aerate um, in the spring and in the fall. Some clients choose to have it done both. Some clients prefer fall, some prefer spring. Um, and for us, I would say our, our most, um, the best practices is for the fall. Um, and But many people choose to have it done in the spring. So it's a very profitable service. And we also include um, a package with uh, overseeding and um, organic fertilizer as part of that. And I've been doing that for five or six years, um, maybe even longer, basically since I began my business. So what I would do is I would rent a stand-on aerator. Um, they have Ryan at our local one, but um, anyone would do. But uh, And I would just drive it from house to house. That was one of the first um, key services that really boosted my income from, it's basically the first service I, I offered besides snow removal and mowing. So it was kind of my first step into that all-in-one uh, landscape maintenance and provider that I described earlier. So whether it's you know renting uh, a side cutter or uh, an aerator, those are the most two common ones that we were renting. And we've been real fortunate, as I said, to have a, a dealer so close to us that it's you know it's taken a lot of the you know effort out of procuring the equipment especially at a young age when I couldn't drive and I didn't want to burden my parents to drive. So right. a big role in taking my business from just cutting grass and pushing snow to uh, the next step, you know, and we still offer the service to this day. 
Like you mentioned, um, you've started a thriving business at a very young age. So what tips can you give other business owners to grow and elevate their business? So the, uh, the a couple main tips I would give would be um, for the first one, obviously, is quality. Your work speaks for yourself. And if you don't do very good uh, work, then people are not your clients are not going to refer you and you probably won't have happy clients. So that's probably your that should be your first um, priority. Um, as well as obviously safety, if you, you make sure you have the best practices uh, for us, we make sure all of our, uh, our crew members wear safety vests. Not only is it obviously a safety, uh, additional safety measure put in place, but it sets us apart from the rest because we're really professional. We have our logo on the back of the vests and you can obviously tell when our crews in, in the area, they rec our clients recognize everybody being in, in unison and all looking together. Um, and yeah, that's, so that's a, a big, a big one for us. And we've implemented that probably about five or five years ago. So we've been doing that for a while. Um, and the last one would be, uh, have a really great route density. Um, for us, as I mentioned before with the air rating as how even at, I was kind of forced into having a good route density because I started so young, I couldn't drive. So I could only take on jobs within, you know, a, a 10 to 15 minute mower ride, which is basically a mile um, or maybe, maybe a mile and a half. But uh, even if you can drive, which most people can, obviously who are listening and starting their business, a, a, a really great route density in our industry here means more profitability because less time you're going to open it up and closing the trailer is more time. Your crews are actually working, cutting grass, landscaping, whatever it may be, less time driving, less, less risk for, you know, accident on the road, let's say. So the closer, the better. So route density is, if, if many of you don't know, it's basically having as many properties that you service or maintain or as close as possible to where, where you are maintaining others as well as to your headquarters, let's say. So that's, those are my key three takeaways um, that I, I recommend to, uh, to others who are wanting to grow their business to the next level. Right. Those are great points. And can you speak a little bit about digital marketing and social media? Because a lot of business owners may not know how to get started or the best tips and tricks for that. So how have you utilized that too? Yeah. So for digital marketing and social media, I started that probably about five years ago when I first started my Instagram and my YouTube as well. Um, and it's, it's been a really great experience. Um, I, I would say the number one takeaway I, I really didn't expect was how much I, I learned from others in the industry. Um, if, if, if you follow me, you'll probably see in, uh, in other people's comment sections a lot of me asking questions, you know, of, of why they do this. What, what, you know, is this a best practice? How, you know, how, how can I implement this in my business? You know, just kind of learning more and being curious about others. And, and also other people commenting on, on or giving me feedback on my work, suggesting, you know, a better way to do something, a more profitable or more efficient or more safe way to do, you know, a service, let's say. So that is, that's definitely been the biggest takeaway I've had from uh, creating social media, particularly Instagram, where it's kind of a, you know, it's, it's really easy to interact because people are on it frequently. It's easy to comment, whatever, send a message. Um, that's been a huge takeaway that I, I've, I've experienced and I never would have expected that. Um, and also recently, um, it's been interesting because I was able to get in contact with a home builder reached out to me and we may, uh, we're starting a partnership where 
you know, we're maintaining their properties and, and there's an opportunity for us to uh, bid on their or provide a whole a full landscape design to their new houses as they're being built. So that's another um, interesting opportunity that, that has resulted from social media, as well as you know, networking with really great companies um, like Ryan and Steiner and those have a you know, Bobcat, those companies. Uh, we've really enjoyed that. Yeah, the networking is huge. And also congratulations on that. That's great. Um, turning it over to Ron now, what do you foresee being the future of the rental industry and what trends are you seeing? Well, I think, you know, the last last year and a half or so has really taught us some valuable lessons. I mean, during the pandemic, we've seen homeowners do a lot of their own work at home in the yards as they kind of reassess, you know, how to use their properties and, and what they want out of it. Mm-hmm. So for rental companies, I think they need to be prepared to have the right equipment on hand to, to aid the homeowners in the jobs ahead, you know, keep their thumb on the pulse of their surrounding areas. You know, now that people have reinvented their living spaces, they're going to need to maintain them and need the help for that. Yeah, Christian, do you have anything to add? What What do you think is the future of the industry? I think uh, the future of the industry, um, I guess I'm, I'm kind of partial because I'm, I'm very invested in the, uh, the, the battery powered um, equipment. But I, I do think in the future, now I'm not an expert or have any information like Run right, but I, I really do believe that uh, the industry is going to trend towards um, adding more uh, battery-powered equipment probably in the next five ten years. Um, whether you know, so that it, because the base expense for these rental companies is maintenance, um, and if they're able to eliminate that for uh, rental companies, whether it's Home Depot or a small one like I I, I use in, in my area. Uh, it's going to be, they're going to just make a lot more money because they're not having to have a mechanic be there for so long. You know, uh, there's just a lot less of that um, maintenance that you wouldn't expect, let's say. Um, So I think that will be a a trend coming in the next five, 10 years. It's kind of already made its way to a lot of uh, mainstream uh, residential units, whether if you're talking about, um, you know, mowers or that type of stuff. And I think that the next thing would probably be this rental equipment, whether it be an aerator or side cut or anything with an engine, I think in five, 10 years could, uh, could have an additional option for a more, uh, less, less main, a, a machine that requires less maintenance, but is also uh, just as, as cost effective and uh, greener for the environment. That's my, uh, that's my two cents. Yeah, that is definitely something that we have been seeing and it will be interesting to see where that goes in the future. And Ron, speaking of the future here, what is on the horizon for Ryan? Well, we've got a, a brand new uh, sod cutter that's that has just launched recently. It's our hydraulic transmission sod cutter that makes uh, sod cutting easier to use. Uh, and there's other improvements on products that will be coming out in, in 2022. Uh, Ryan Turf has a new website that recently launched, more user-friendly with updates on, on our products. And we also have a National Aerate Your Lawn Day, which is on the third Saturday in September, which makes it this year as September 18th. So mark your calendars for that. Now, along with these uh, fresh new updates, we also you know, have a, a potential of in the near future of entering new markets, uh, as Christian suggested, electric uh, mm-hmm. uh, power. So we'll be looking at that, as well as other uh, updates to some of our current products. But 
of course, that's all pending what our customers are asking for. Right. And Christian, you touched a little bit on some future projects, but what is next for you? Yeah, well, I guess on a smaller level, I'm pretty excited to, uh, I should be uh, picking up a, a new 30-inch aerator and a, one of those sweet side cutters Ron was talking about in the near future um, with the hydro, kind of on the on the micro scale. I'm really excited for that. Um, but on the, on the bigger scale for us, um, in the next uh, 12 to, in the next couple months, I'm planning on uh, closing on a, a property and, and building a shop in the local area and then should be done in 18 months is my is my uh, best estimate um, as long as things go along so be a, a large garage um, you know where where our crews could begin and end each day and uh, have a nice warm place in the winter between uh, plowing so that's a really big investment for me and really exciting to uh, see that play out here in the near future. Well, it sounds like there are very exciting things on the horizon for both of you. We can't wait to see what happens. Ryan, we can't wait to see what products are coming out. Ron, will definitely stay in touch with you. And Christian, we can't wait to see where your business goes from here. So I thank you both for joining me so much. I'm really glad we were able to talk and give some insight into the landscaping industry and lawn care a little bit. So thank you so much. Thank you, Alexis. And that is our show for you today. A big thank you goes out to Ron and Christian for joining me today. Make sure to tune in every other Wednesday for another episode of Rentals The Bottom Line on 4constructionpros.com. Next week, we'll be talking to the team from Hybrid Lifts. So don't forget to subscribe now so you can stay on top of the bottom line. Thanks for listening.